Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Catch Up, the podcast about contemporary hip-hop that examines where hip-hop has been, where it's going, and where it is. I'm Jordan Suwami. And I'm James Rathbone. Um, yeah, so James, what's what's up? Well, previously on Catch Up Podcast, it was the year 2020, and the world was ending. <laughs> but there was some so much good music that we couldn't fit it into one episode. As so this is part two of our year-end 2020 wrap-up. Wow, part two. This is very exciting. Um, should we get right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. One, one thing I want to talk about that I think is like important and, and you're endless is like a, a recency bias take. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's like an album that came out very recently that you've listened to and you really enjoy, but you can't tell how much you enjoy it in the scale of the year because it's like, it is just one of the last things you've listened to really intensely. It's new. Um, so for me, my recency bias album is uh, Rico Nasty's new album, which is called Nightmare Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, it is such a fun album. It's really the production's incredible. It really matches her vibe. So Rico Nasty is uh from the DMV area in uh I think she believes she's from Maryland. And she kind of emerged probably like in 2018, kind of had a few viral singles that were like takeoffs of of different like children's television show. Like she had a song called Hey Arnold that was like pretty viral. Right. And then she put out some projects like called like a project called Sugar Trap. Like she really like was, you know, emerging on the scene then. And I feel like so she just released her, I think her first major label album. Um and I don't know. They've really nailed it. Like they, to me, we, we've talked in the past about albums that are over A&R'd or just like, mm-hmm. you know, there, there also used to be this thing where when an, when an artist, an artist who was really like excellent on the mixtape scene, really great on the underground, when they get to a major label and the label like kind of has its hands in the pot and it's like, how do we make this the most commercially viable? They do things that make the artist kind of like move away from the sound that kind of earn them their accolades and their fan base and they try and make them you know, just overly appealing to, they try to make them appeal to every single demographic. But this album is, sounds like very heavily A&R, but in a way that's actually beneficial to everyone involved. Like they do a great job of, of kind of, um, I don't know, dem- like, I think it's a really great execution of like all the things that are encompassed in Rico Nasty. So it's kind of like a punk rock uh, energy, mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, you know, it is, a, it's very aggressive. It's a lot of tough talk. Um, this as an aside, I, I did see, once see this tweet where somebody said Rico Nasty makes fight f- music for people who've never been in a fight, yeah, which right. I think is pretty accurate. It's but pretty it, hilarious. Yeah, it is quite funny. It, it, but it, her music is still super fun. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, I would just encourage everyone listening to check out this album because it's just like a really cool kind of like it, also in the in the Tizo touchdown mold of like it's cool to see somebody meld kind of elements of punk rock and uh, mosh pit culture with like kind of like you know hip-hop in this in this case sometimes trap so there's one song from this album i mean it's a few songs that stand out to me but the one that i'm really obsessed with right now and and by obsessed with right now i mean i think i've listened to it probably 30 or 40 times in the last 24 hours Mm -hmm. like i've just been playing it on repeat it's a song with uh amine Mm -hmm. it's called back and forth Mm -hmm. and it's like to me this is the platonic ideal of kind of like a, a crossover radio jam it's like the the it just pitched perfect for me so this is a little bit of Rico Nasty and Amine uh, back and forth. Got a smart mouth, I'ma put my kitty in it. I like to flip my money, stack it up and triple the shit. I'm independent, got my own boss, don't make a sense. I got a nigga from LA who always do with them zips. I got a nigga out 
got a nigga in Atlanta If I say it, he do it I got a dude out Maryland And he find me hella bags Hate it when I don't call But I be busy traveling Said I got an attitude You know what you gotta do When you put it down It's like I was never mad at you I ain't gon' lie though I like it when you get mad We might leave early You keep looking at me like that all right, James, what's your recency bias album? I mean, I, I actually don't think I have one that I feel I have like a recent, just in a purely like, I'm not sure if I'm actually, if I actually like this or not recency bias in that, in that sense of it, uh, or how well it, if it would end up on my sort of best of uh, questioning whether it's sort of on the best of, I mean, like, cause I, I kind of think in like previous years where there's been stuff like Meek Mill's Champions came out a couple of years ago, which... Uh, I really like that record, but it was definitely like a end of the year thing that came out and kind of was like, kind of came and went at that time. Still a great record. Um, so yeah, the, actually the record I've been listening to recently is actually by my, uh, in full disclosure, by my cousin through my, I mean, he's by law. You, you might, If you know me, you might wonder how I have a black cousin. It is, my stepmother is black. So uh, this, yeah, my cousin uh who i grew up with her nephew um uh I, I know you and i would not question why you have a black cousin thank you appreciate it appreciate <laughs> it uh but yeah if you do know me you're like what? I, I really thought that guy was white uh i am but uh yeah i miss my cousin uh goes by the rap name t money wave uh he's is a toronto rapper he just put out his debut album called last king's and uh, I've been, I'm really proud of his development as an artist. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's like, you know, very solid Toronto uh, street rap. Cool. Yeah. So, okay. Um, who is someone who, uh, who's just, you just loved seeing them thrive this year? Okay. So there's a, there's a few people that I, I really love seeing thr- thrive. You know, they're, okay. I'll just mention two. Okay. Yeah. The one is um, Toby Nwigwe. Do you know this guy? Uh, is he? He's the Houston rapper yes, who does yes, kind of yes, like exactly. trap backpack style. Yeah, yeah. He's he does pretty... the Paul Wall song. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's pretty incredible. Also, I, I think previously on this podcast, I've mentioned that there's like one rapper who's from my exact neighborhood in Houston, and that's Maxo Cream. Mm-hmm. Toby, to, Toby makes it two rappers because Toby's also from A Leaf, Texas, which is like where I went to high school in in Houston. Amazing. And um, anyway, his I, his style is like. I don't know. It's like it, it's 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 really uplifting. It's very introspective, but it's very there's a lot of advice in it. A lot of life advice, mm-hmm. a lot of really smart life advice. Mm-hmm. Like I think the the thing that I think the issue that a lot of people have had or the the issue that I've had in the past with like backpack rap is that um a lot of these rappers seem to like ha- you know proclaim to have the ideas of how to fix all of society's ills, which I find to be like just obnoxious and I find it much more interesting to hear an artist talk about their personal struggle struggles or personal lives instead of you know mm-hmm. analyzing the world with kind of like you know first year university <laughs> yeah. kind of approaches yeah yeah um but what i like about t- what toby does is that it's actually a it's it is a self it's like a self-improvement thing you know mm-hmm. like the, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff he says in the songs and he says this, talks about stuff that works for him but anyway so i, I would highly recommend that you kind of like seek this out mm-hmm. um I'm not. We're not going to play any. I'm not, not going to like shoot to any of his songs. But I just like give give it a a, a little Google. Mm-hmm. And I, how do you I, spell his name? It's a uh, it's Toby T O B E, and the last name is spelled N W I G W E. Um, just really great stuff, and also just good like 
you know, he's a wife guy. He's a wife guy. And he's making, he's bringing wife guy back. Yeah. So his wife is like one of his like creative partners. She sings in some of his, she raps in some of, uh, some of the song, some of his songs, and she's in like every video basically. Mm-hmm. And they have like some really cute kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, they're, it just, it's just really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, who's someone for you that, that kind of, kind of captured this? You know, I mean, he's on a, on a, on a sort of a different level, but, uh, Lil Dirk, it was amazing to kind of see. He's had a, a I think kind of an unheralded, a bit of an unheralded career as someone who has sort of kept the the torch alive for drill. Obviously, the the tragic passing of King Von was, I'm sure, has mar- marred this year for him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was also on uh, probably the best Drake single in some time. Yes. La- laugh now, cry later. Yes. Uh, and with an with kind of a scene stealing guest verse, it's like a star making verse, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he it, it, to me, this this verse kind of elevates him into another echelon of star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's he is. It was, it's just like it was. It's. An, I remember this time when I in 2010 when I was in a pita pit uh, <laughs> getting a rap, and they were playing like the the mo- you know commercial radio, and it was a BMF by Rick Ross came ooh, on. Ooh, classic. Classic. And I was just like, it's amazing when a song like this and Styles P breaks through onto like, like a almost like a pop radio, mm-hmm. you know, just because mm-hmm. it's so irrepressibly good. Yeah. And it was sort of a similar thing where I'd be in Ubers and Lil Dirk is playing in between, you know, Dua Lipa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I, that was a really nice moment. Uh huh. So just talking about some of the stuff that that uh, that Dirk did. So Dirk was featured on Megan The Stallion's album, featured on Nas's album, featured on Little Uzi Vert's album, um, and obviously on this massive song with Drake. Uh, so. I mean, that, not to mention that he also put out an album of of, of his own this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really exceptional year for him musically. Obviously, you know, really tough mixed with the the tragedy of losing his cousin King Von. Um, but Dirk had has had a really exceptional musical year, and like we're, I'm happy to see it happen for once sure. again. Similar to, in the di- different, but somewhat similar to the Freddie Gibbs uh, Royce the Five Nine thing, where it's like. They're grinding for a really long time, and like mm-hmm. I think so much of like what people think about the music industry, and is that you know, it's almost like where you enter is like the level that you top out at when you first get in. Mm-hmm. That that's basically your high water mark, and mm-hmm. then the rest of your time is you're, you're just trying to make a consistent living and kind of stay relevant. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to reach like what you what you were when you first had that because like first rap is hit. really obsessed with newness and freshness. Mm-hmm. But I think what what people like Dirk, Freddie, Royce are showing is like, you know, keep with, keep at it. And it's like sometimes it is playing the long game, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so anyway, let's just let's play a little bit of of little little Dirk's uh, scene stealing verse from Laugh Now Cry Later. Um, so this is a, a really great prompt coming from uh, our producer Kyle. Who is the artist you think about in a completely different way than you did this time last year? Either, oh whoa, I finally understand the appeal, or 
I can't believe I used to dig this person so much. <laughs> B- bonus points if you can name the song, album, action that provoked this reappraisal on your end. Okay, so I haven't maybe done a full reappraisal on this artist, but yeah, I mean, I I, I do have I do feel like I need to mention mm-hmm. that you know as as much as like you know in our Jack Harlow episode we talked about how you know I think just in general you're like you know. White rappers, they don't need any more promotion than they already have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but one thing I like, to, I like to do sometimes is like really challenge myself to kind of approach someone's music with fresh eyes. Like especially if I previously had a grudge against them because of like stuff they've done in the media or just ways I thought they were being corny. Mm-hmm. But through through somebody somebody posted in the Boosie Fade group at some point um, this song and video that it's like it's it's by russ the rapper russ Mm -hmm. with absol um and like it it it's they go to like they they bring back um big tigger and the rap city the basement Mm -hmm. so it's like big tigger introduces it he does a freestyle and then coming into the booth is russ and uh absol so for those of you that don't know russ is like a 28 year old rapper from from new jersey who's really become very successful uh, while b- being kind of a one foot in the mainstream, one foot in the underground, but like he he's one of, he's like famous for being like a guy who's like he's independent. Uh, it, so he runs his own label. He raps, he produces, and he produces. So he like he kind of like takes all of that money. Mm-hmm. So he's just like he's like a self you know he's just very much a self made man. And he was on the the hip hop uh, Forbes Cash Kings list I think last year, and he made like sixteen million dollars. Okay, so like mm-hmm. this guy's caking as 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 one does as a white rapper. Anyway. <laughs> All this to say, I've always kind of been a little annoyed with him because he's also one of these these guys kind of who sanctimonious. He's very sanctimonious. He's always making he's always making like proclamations about kind of like how hip hop should be and like that kind of stuff. And generally, my vibe on that is like, shut up, you know. Mm-hmm. But and, and, and so I, th- I think all this said, all this to say that it's made me. I've just never been interested in listening to his music. Mm-hmm. However. Somebody posted the song in the Boosie Fade group and I watched the song in the video and he has a truly exceptional verse on this song. Like it is insanely good. And it just made me check myself and I'm just like, all right, like, all right, Russ is, I mean, Russ, Russ got some bars, you know? And mm-hmm. like also, you know, the video adds a lot for it because I'm like, he looks cool, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, which is hard to do as a white rapper. It's hard to look cool as a white rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Russ, he looks cool and very like, you know, secure in himself. And, 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 it, and it doesn't seem like he's like, he's not, he's not trying to do anything that he isn't. He's not trying to be anything that he isn't. And, and I just found this verse really, really incredible. And I really think that everyone should listen to it. So let's, I'm going to play a little bit of Russ, um, who yeah. wants what? I own property and land, I'm in popular demand Cause the catalog is long, I got more songs than Robert Plant If you diss and you get hit, that's just a part of who I am I'm Italian, I can't help it, we love talking with our hands Had to conjure up a plan, launch a monster from a man Your favorite singer at my crib, it's big, it's Ariana Grande Saying sorry in advance, I got Paul McCartney fans Rockin' Marnie, this ain't Barney's, I'm a star, the Hardy's man Army van instead of looking for a Bentley to cop Cause as a late, being a rapper is the deadliest job Why you think I got like six guns? Around the crib, just pick one Five, six, but with a stick I swear I feel like six, one But let me chill Death is not a joke This ain't Wendy Will Cause it's Henny still Got me wired like Henry Hill Very ill My entrepreneurial phase is long I'll rap your favorite rapper And drop your girl's favorite song Who fucking with me? I feel like Shaq on the magic I studied the dream So, uh, for me, my, uh I'm gonna go with, uh Someone again A little bit out of our usual purview a bit But, uh, Hetty One 
uh, it's someone you know. It's like a grime, a grime UK rapper who uh, I've enjoyed for for a while, but I wouldn't say I necessarily appreciated him. Like I, I knew, you know, I knew who he was. I liked his music in the way that I like a lot of UK rap. I wouldn't say I have like um, I I follow it, but I don't. Uh, I, this year I was I just kind of got more into it, and a large part of that came from. Uh, a, a song that actually came out last year, but really kind of, I, I think, hit uh, on this continent this year called Don't Rush, hmm. um, which is just a fantastic song. It's like yes. sort of one of my songs of the summer. Um, it's if it, it like it has it's the way I describe it is it's like it feels like a club song from the 2000s yeah. a little bit yeah. to me. Uh, so Hetty One's featured on it. It's actually by um, Young, T. Young T and Bugsy. Yeah. Um, uh, Hedy One is like sort of the marquee feature on it. Then he was on the Only You Freestyle with Drake, yes. which, you know, uh, sometimes I feel a little shy proclaiming like how much I really like a Drake song. Yeah. But that song <laughs> is amazing. It is very good. Um, he released, uh, two, he released like an EP with, uh, this guy who's actually a distant cousin of mine, Fred. Wow. Um, the UK super producer. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a. I don't, you know, he's he's sort of t- like again. I think he's only related to me through law, but he's and I, I've sat next to him at a wedding a few years ago. Wow, that's and, cool. Yeah, now he's producing EPs for Heady One and living the life. Wow. Um, yeah, he's a good. So they had, they put on an EP called Gang, and then he has another record called Edna. There's um, uh, they had a, he has got the great single "Ain't It Different" with oh, Stormzy yes. and Ag Tracy. So yeah. I don't think I appreciated that he is like one of the best rappers in the world. I know before I this know. year. I know? will say when when I first heard the o- the only you song with Drake, mm-hmm. I, I actually uh, like I, I really like Drake's verse on that. And then I heard Hetty One's verse, and like it took I had to, I did have to go look up the lyrics at some point because I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this motherfucker saying? Yeah, and it's I think that's just like what happens sometimes when you're listening to a new artist and you've never maybe heard their vocal cadences or mm-hmm. like their intonations. And then when I read the lyrics, I was like, oh, this guy's spitting bars. Yeah. And I've since been able, like, it's a lot easier for me to understand what he's saying now. It mm-hmm. was, like, a little difficult at first. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he's he's an incredible rapper. He's a very fun rapper to listen to, too. Yeah, for sure. So he's kind of, like, now... I mean, I'm sure if you're, if you're like, a serious UK head, you're probably listening to this and shaking your head <laughs> because, like, you're like, yeah, no shit, had he won. But, like, for me, as someone who kind of just, you know, recognized that he was one of the big names, I didn't... I didn't appreciate just how amazing he is. Yeah. Is there a song you would like to excerpt from a heady one? Yeah. Let's um, hey, just listen to Don't Rush because I was rinsing it all summer. Hold on. Don't Rush is a TikTok hit. People may have heard oh, this shit. one. True, true, true. I, I have one. It's okay. actually not from this year, but it's a, it's a song that he's featured on for, with Dave. It's called 1800. Oh, that's a great it's song. It's incredible. Yeah. So let's play a little bit of 1800. Uh, Hetty One and Dave. 1800, for the new Rusty. Man, grab it and kick it like rugby. I was on a tea house, head back dusty. Still waking up to nudes and country. Boring the off and a bando. Prophet, all so lovely. My little bro shared out a pack and flushed it. Tell me how he could be so clumsy. These bad bees coming to the niz, they don't really love me, but they love me. From Crabians doing the Opsy, I swear, man, that I won't sell them country. If I give me that drop, won't be nothing like Humpty's. Backdoor bus, what you get dumpy. These ops can't never get comfy. Heart of a lion, skanked up in the field, climate bought me a pipe and snakes on the grass. I don't know who's pre no matting. Still gotta keep money in my mindset. Losing away all last year, and I ain't never been on no diet. 
got short bait. Oh no, gang got a kid, I want quiet. Have a sleep last night, I done a night shift. I couldn't even count those tenors and fivers. I was 15 stepping, stressing out cab drivers. Skanks so, the uh, the, the probably the last question I would say is a follow up. Who, is, this again comes from Kyle, who is the, an early candidate to win this award in 2021? Someone you love now, but you could see yourself tiring of? Someone you think is corny, but perhaps has potential to change your mind? Hmm. How about, how about you go first on this one? Um, okay, this is this is maybe a little bit hot takey. Okay. So excuse me on it. Yeah. But like, I just have a, f- a feeling that Travis Scott might do some really corny shit in 2021. Travis Scott did some really corny shit in 2020. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, you know, from that kind of cringy song with MIA to the McDonald's shit. That song was good until MIA came into it. That's in my true. Opinion. It's true. The song is it, called Franchise. It, it actually debuted at number one. I think, it's on the true. Hot He's so popular. But like, I don't know. I'm like, I'd, I'm selling my stock. And Travis Scott. Yeah, I bought early. I bought days before rodeo. <laughs> I got a good price on it. Yeah. It's now, it's like, you know, Tesla or whatever. It's uh-huh. like really expensive. I'm selling. I'm selling. I'm probably going to get proved wrong. He's probably the Elon Musk of, of rap, but like. Yeah, I think Travis Scott's going to be at the top of the rap game for a long time. I know, but it, I don't know that I'm going to like it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think Travis Scott's hold over like teenagers is mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. It's it's alarming, quite frankly. Yes, it's yeah. like, it's cult status, man. Yeah. That guy is, he's like a cult leader for these kids. Yeah, if you, you, if you see, I've, saw, I've seen some like kind of older music bloggers like kind of trash Travis Scott on uh twitter mm-hmm. and they're his like me- their mentions get like instantly filled up by like <laughs> travis scott fan accounts doxed. that yeah basically <laughs> that like just must have like an alert for his name yeah it probably goes off 35 times a minute and like they find many times someone's talking reckless about him and come and call him homophobic things yeah. in their comments wow. you know wow. wow so yeah so i don't know i'm kind of like travis scott g- you know good for you that you've made it to the, the the very top but like i just don't i don't know yeah that's fair I, I i will say i am curious to see what his next album is going to be because like i mean the, the one thing about travis scott it's like a very kanye like trait mm-hmm. he's so good at picking collaborators for sure. and making people sound great except for mia on that song franchise like <laughs> jesus I, yeah. I i cannot stress enough how much that that song annoys me yeah because I, I love the, first of all it's a great sample it samples uh the dem franchise boys song mm-hmm. white tea mm-hmm which is a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and Young Thug is a great verse on it's it. It's true. And then MIA comes on and it sounds like she's on a completely different song. Yeah, it's like it's like she died and this is like her lost vocals. And we're like, let's <laughs> let's just put this where we can. You know, and get money, it some money. I also am a little annoyed that they, that I was like, why would you put out this objectively awful verse from MIA? Mm-hmm. But I, 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 the thing is with Travis Scott, it's more for like the look. It's yes. like he has MIA in exactly. a song. She's not on a lot of songs anymore. Yeah. It's also like, it's a nod to his like, his taste that he wants to feature someone like MIA. Exactly. You know? So it doesn't really matter what her output is. It's more like the look, mm-hmm. which I mean, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. it's not, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. If Travis Scott fans come, uh, tell him Cactus Giant Jack sent you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, such a funny fucking up thing. The McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's thing. collaboration. Oh my god, it's yeah. funny. Um. Anyway. Yeah. How about you? I. You know what? <laughs> who are you gonna come around on or be disappointed by? Who am I gonna be disappointed by? I don't know. I don't know who I'll be disappointed by. Um. <laughs> they haven't done it yet. I guess they haven't done it yet. I, I one thing I will say just about Drake is that I feel like. First of all, Drake has very rarely disappointed me in his career. Like, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. 
I I don't like people. I think people. Yeah, I, I do feel like Drake's prime is gone. Like mm-hmm, he's not in the prime mm-hmm, anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he he's had a really great run. I think it'll continue to be great musically. Mm-hmm. But I I just don't think he'll be. You know, he's th- he had like I think a few number ones this year. Only no, at least Tussy Slide was not, number Slide one. Left now, Carly, it was yeah. No, I think no, I think it was number two number actually. Two? Didn't oh, get number okay. one. But so he's he's had some massive hits this year. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you know the days of like Drake making that kind of like essential music for your soul mm-hmm. are kind of gone. Yeah. But I I still have enjoyed a lot of his output in this year. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I guess all this to say is that I feel like when his album comes out, Certified Lover Boy, which is coming out in January. Mm-hmm. Um. I just I just don't know if it'll have the same like cultural impact that previous Drake albums have, has had. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I'll still enjoy it because I've enjoyed a lot of his rapping from this year. But yeah, I don't know. Should Should we do a little rapid fire like just not even go into it? Names just some other stuff to check out that we like this year. Yeah. Okay. Um. So one of the things that I really uh, you know was into this year is a rapper uh named Starlito. Oh wow. He's sort of like an everyman rapper. He's totally an everyman rapper. Um, and he, yeah, so he, you know, earlier in his career, he was signed to Cash Money for a brief period of time. But mm-hmm. he's basically been an independent, like, art Southern artist for, since at least 2010, 2011. Yeah, totally and underground. Completely underground. Really good. He put out a series of great mixtapes with a, a rapper from Memphis named Don Tripp. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, they were kind of like a Southern Griselda. Yes. They're like yeah. very bar-heavy rappers, mm-hmm. a lot of punchlines. Mm-hmm. They can also get emotional and introspective. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, the, their their album series is called Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. But this earlier this year, he put out a really great album called Paternity Leave. And uh, he, he has just really great, like, introspective songs he has a really good song that's kind of like in response to the george floyd like kind of like protests and and, and crisis so uh yeah i, mean, I would say if, if you're looking for some like really introspective uh very 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 well written uh southern rap check out sarlito Push me to my limit like a form when you rent it. I ain't going cause they know I was born, not sworn in it. Not the mission that I'm still war torn and tormented. Recorded this just a vent. I've been chilling out for a minute. Not an activist, I'm a realist. Could care less if you don't feel this. Fed up their food for thought that they feeding us ain't fulfilling. How we supposed to want peace when we the ones that they killing? Kaepernick wasn't nothing like Officer Chauvin kneeling. Learned about Dr. King, but then I saw Rodney King. Why can't we just get along? All we got is a dream. Reality is I'm black so that mean a lot of things i'm feared i'm scared i'm scarred i'm strapped now nah, i mean far more likely to get killed by someone that looks just like me it's hard beating the eyes with all these demons i'm fighting police see me get frightened want to read me my rights don't get me wrong trying to put it all in a song they don't push me to my limit like a form when you so uh yeah i'll just throw a few out there quickly um big fan of young nudies anyways from early this year uh it's just kind of like comic book supervillain trap music with like almost like 90s video game sounding beats. <laughs> Another one is by a friend of the podcast. They released a, a record earlier this year, Deja SB's 2020. Just a really fun record. Also, Girls Give Me Anxiety is another good record of theirs. Um, it's like a little, it's an EP, four songs, some good stuff. is a, a feature, a collaboration with uh, Claremont II, who's a toronto rap is probably one of toronto's best rappers mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just it's a fun rec- a fun record there's also brickyard uh, brickyard way which is a, a really fun song mm-hmm. another like a, another sort of almost more underground record 
um, is by Sleepy Hollow, who's sort of like a he's a it's kind of cross he's like sort of a combination of like a Brooklyn drill artist, and he's kind of most famous for uh, battle rap actually. Mm. And he put out a really great record called Sleepy Hollow presents Sleepy for President. That's it's just like an inter- It's like an interesting swerve on sort of the Brooklyn drill thing. Interesting. Okay, I'll just mention two more artists. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Brooklyn drill, I've been really listening to a lot of uh, Five Year Foreign lately, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of his. I listen to his songs on repeat. So earlier this year, I was really obsessed with uh, Whitey, the mm-hmm. song that mm-hmm. he's had that uh, that I think had a viral challenge, the Whitey challenge, <laughs> <laughs> which is just which Sorry. is which is just people. Um, dancing very sexually to 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 the song mm, yeah <laughs> and um so anyway he has this, he had this song that i've been really into lately it's called trust mm-hmm. and uh it's it's a it's produced by axel beats who's kind of like one of the these are probably the leading architect of the brooklyn drill sound mm-hmm. and um but this production is kind of different from his lot of other stuff it's a little more uh atmospheric and uh, like it 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 really Im- Im- imbues a certain sense of uh, kind of like melancholy emotion as opposed to kind of more aggressive like fight style. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last artist I want to mention is another UK drill artist who I, I just kind of got into earlier this year um, thanks to our friend Mo. It's a guy by the name of Dutch Avelli. Mm. He's the the brother of uh, Steph London, um, the rapper who I believe is on quality. I don't know if she's still sure on she quality still control, yeah. but she was for a while. Um, who's another great rapper, also great performer. I saw performing in Amsterdam once. Mm, cool. Um, yeah. So he has the first song I saw from him was a great song called "Only If You, you Knew." Um, and I watched the video, and I think it was one of the first videos he made after he'd spent some time in prison. And it's just like you know, once you see Dutchavelli, you're just like he's just a captivating presence. He's like extremely stylish. He's very tall. He's like very conventionally attractive. Mm-hmm. He's just like he's just like one of those guys that you're like, oh, you look famous. Yeah, and yeah. And, and um, and then also the song is just like really his voice is incredible. Mm-hmm. He's like a really deep voice. Uh, that's it's pop smoke esque. Pop smoke esque, yes. And it's just like an unforgettable voice, unforgettable, unforgettable vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so he put out, he put out a record a record called a uh, Dutch from the Fifth. Mm-hmm. That is, it's okay. It's a, it's okay. I think like more like you're, you're probably better off looking checking out a bunch of different singles on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Going up north like Pogba, Kev just stepped out of VM last week. Still trying to score like Didier Drogba, Dan just looks like Harry Potter. Told the cats they should call him Oscar. Hit the M with two phones up. Now I'm trying to come back with Gola. Find it, bro. I'm a family guy like Stu, but I still got to do it like Max from Shaw. I was on the alley like Nelson Mandela. Left on the wing like Sonia. I never saw sunlight for nearly two years. I feel like Mac on changing color. Aye. Aye. Feel like a billion, like a thousand. My, you know, um, Probably one of my favorite artists, period, of the last few years, um, Party Next Door. He put out two uh, two releases this year, Party Mobile, which is okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I, I mean, I, I like him enough that even his lesser stuff I'm really into. I think I actually have literally every song he's ever recorded on MP3 on my computer. Uh, he, but he also put out Party Pack, which kind of went, I think, a little more unheralded, but it's like, it's a re, it's sort of similar to. Um, that release that Drake had of, um, of uh, you know, his, like, kind of Lucy's. Uh, this is all sort of SoundCloud, part early party next door, uh, Persian Rugs, West District. It's like, I think one criticism that some party next door fans have, not that I, I share it, but I can see where they're coming from, is that his 
uh, his, some of his records aren't as good as his sort of SoundCloud Lucy's that, mm. that just don't really get released. So they finally got released in Party mm-hmm. Pack. And they, it's like this is him at his peak for 2015, 2016 stuff. So go check that out. Okay. I actually have one, one last artist and then we'll write out. Yeah, yeah. Um, is uh, Brent Fiaz. Oh, yeah. So Brent Fiaz kind of broke out by doing the hook on the Gold Link song Crew a few years ago. Um, he put out a record earlier this year that I think is pretty damn strong. So the album is called Fuck the World. But the one song that's been stuck in my head is like, it's super short. It's a minute and 50 seconds. It's called Clouded. Um, and I don't know. I've just been playing it on repeat. Like he's he's really good at having these like, just these little like snippets, like a one moment in a song or one line that kind of like puts an indelible image in your mind and you just, you can't get it out of. And um, so let's listen to a little bit of Clouded by Brent Fiaz. I gave it all for fantasy Is anybody gonna remember me? If I go tonight, I doubt the world will change I just pray they don't forget my name These are game rules I can't lose When it's all said and done, will I still be cool? Spent like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 How much I'ma spend profiling? She come in and compliment my closet. Well, uh, I mean, there's frankly so many great re- uh, records from this year. I mean, we talked, we didn't talk about Flo Millie, but we talked about that recently. That was yeah, one of the, the better the Flo Millie uh, project. If you have oh, it already, why is you here? Yeah, just Which an, is, anytime somebody knocks on my door, that's how I answer. Yeah, and mostly at this point is just, is just delivery people dropping off packages. So yeah. it's it's a little inappropriate for me to be saying that. Yeah, well, you know, you got to keep the energy going. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I love the, I also love the Burner Boy. Uh, maybe it wasn't quite as good as the one, his last one, but still a very good record, twice as tall. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's so many good records. We could, we could probably spend another three hours talking about, about them. But yeah, interesting year in music. For sure. Bad year in life. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, thanks for, for coming back. And, and, you know, we look forward to going into 2021, which will probably be a lot better. Yeah, it, it probably will be. Um, so before we, we kind of get out of here, once again, big shout out to our Patreon supporters. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, if you're listening right now and, and, and you want to continue to support the podcast and make sure that we're growing, do two things. You can, you know, support us on Patreon, but also tell your friends about the podcast that you think would like it, you Mm -hmm. know, like send, send them a link, you know, let find an episode that you think they'd be interested in, drop it, send it over to them. Uh, tell them to just give it a shot because I think if they like, if they listen to this, they, they might like it. If you are an iTunes user, uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff, or follow us on Spotify. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our researcher, Corey, our producer, Kyle, and uh, Caleb, who provides our music. Yes, thank you guys very much. Also, uh, check us out and hit us up on Instagram. It's at Ketchup Podcast. Uh, you can DM us with questions or things you want us to talk about in the podcast, and we will do that. Great. All right. Have a great week, guys. Mm-hmm.